Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome. We are glad you are on board today. It is a uh, it's fine Wednesday. Fine Wednesday. As uh, we get you ready for the Packers and the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming up this weekend uh, down in Tampa Bay. And uh, don't forget, our own Mike Clemens going to be on the ground down there where the Buccaneers have their home game. So looking forward to that as Mike is going to be bringing us all the uh, the fun and frivolity that is uh, going along with, uh, which is also going to be the side of the Super Bowl this year, by the way. Mike's scouting out locations, but uh, we're going to be uh, – Talking with Mike uh, not only uh, throughout the week but also uh, this coming uh, weekend as well. So Mike will be uh, Mike will be on with us um, in just uh, uh, right after the game. So anyway, uh, hey, a uh, couple of different things I want to get into. Uh, first and foremost, if you want to get a hold of us, all you got to do is give us a buzz eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so again eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. If you would like to uh, chime in on Twitter, you can do it at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, which is another way to uh, get a hold of us. Uh, you can track us down over there. You can also find uh, Radio Joe, who is producing the program today, at Radio Joe Sports, at Radio Joe Sports. You can find Evan at Evan Hef 25, at, at Evan Hef 25. So plenty of ways to be a part of the program. Now, the uh, the statement, yeah, a couple of things regarding this. The statement uh, yesterday made by Ross Tucker on this program, and he made it very clear. He said, look, I'm not just saying this because I'm on, you know, with, with you guys. Uh, I'm saying it because I am, you know, being truthful about it. But basically the statement is that he feels the Green Bay Packers, as they are ranked right now, are the number one team in all of football, in the entire NFL. And uh, so I want to, first of all, take a listen to what he had to say, and I want to see if you agree. So you're going to say that I'm just doing this because I'm on your show, but I'm telling you I'm not. 
Anybody that listens to any of my shows, including the Ross Tucker football podcast, knows that every Tuesday I do my power rankings. And today, for the first time ever, the number one ranked team, well, first time this year at least, the Green Bay Packers. I have the Packers as the number one team, Ravens two, Chiefs three, Seahawks four, Buffalo Bills five, Pittsburgh Steelers six. That's how I see it right now. I think you could probably move around the top six in a couple different ways, but that's kind of where I see them. I always judge it based on what I think would happen in my backyard right now in a series of three or five or seven games night. I had your Packers number one this week, Bill. So there you go. That's what Ross Tucker feels regarding the Green Bay Packers. Now, I want to take it a step further. Ryan Clark on ESPN had made a statement. I think I tweeted it a little bit backwards on on Twitter. But uh, I'm just watching here a little while ago. They're having the same debate about the top teams in the NFL. One of the things that he had stated was, yes, while the Green Bay Packers could be considered the top team, he does not feel he does not feel that the Packers have sustainability with the offense they are currently running. He doesn't feel that the offense can keep it up, basically. So that all being said, I want to see what your opinion is. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Um, if you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. So when you start to look at the way the NFL is starting to shape up, you're, you're five games, for the most part, five games into the season. Everybody else is. The Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions are not. And obviously there's a couple of teams due to the pandemic and positive COVID tests uh, are also lagging behind. But um, – and, and the ranking of the unbeatens, by the way, is falling by the wayside rather quickly because the Buffalo Bills beat up last night as well. Tennessee came out and just kind of dump trucked them. So now you've got the Buffalo Bills, who, um, you know, many thought were going to be, and, and still are, a very, very good football team. They're 4-1 and one in the season. But they are now one of the uh, teams that were unbeaten and now have a loss to their name. The Pittsburgh Steelers are unbeaten. The Tennessee Titans, for the first time in a long time, they are 4-0. and You've got the, the Green Bay Packers, who are 4-0. and The Bears are 4-1. and But you have the Seattle Seahawks, who are 5-0. and The only 5-0 and team. The Packers are going to look to go to 5-0 and this coming weekend. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do it. Again, 855-830-8648. So you tell me where you think the Green Bay Packers kind of rank. And this is just conjecture. This is this is sports bar talk and uh, where people think the teams are right now. But I guess where I would put the Green Bay Packers, and I still think um, I it's hard for me to just say the Packers are the top team. They're certainly top three. I look at Kansas City and Kansas City with when they when they faced the Patriots had Cam Newton been there would they have lost that ball game? You know Kansas City obviously got you know manhandled by Las Vegas. They've they've had their moments. They they had to hang on and and, and knock off uh, a pretty good uh, you know that has since fired their head coach but at the time a what we consider to be a pretty good Houston team. 
But they, they're winning those games. So I can't penalize them for it because a lot of people want to say, well, you know, look, they're winning, but look what they're winning by. I mean, the margin of victories have not been good, and their schedule for what it's been, you know, they got beat by the Raiders, but the, the Texans was a 34-20. They held on to win the Chargers. You know, the Ravens, they – see, they dump truck the Ravens. That score was not anywhere near as close as what it ended up at 34-20. They, they beat the Ravens up. The Patriots game might have been different had it not been for the pick six and had Cam Newton been playing, but you can't take it away from them. They're only losses to the Raiders. So I still think Kansas City's the top team. I'd have to go with the Green Bay Packers at number two. I really would. I, it may sound homer or biased, but I, I think I would. I'd have to go with the Packers sitting at number two. My number three team, only because their defense is is such a mess, uh, it would be Seattle. So Seattle would come in at number three. I'd have to look at Pittsburgh at number four. I still think they're right. And they may even go to number three. They're one of the more complete teams. they got a pretty solid defense and a pretty good offense. Nothing is spectacular, but their defense is, is better than what a lot of people are talking about and giving them credit for. And then after that, I'd, ha- I'd probably have to go to the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not a big believer in Chicago, and I'm not a big believer in Cleveland. Both of those teams sitting at 4-1 and one right now, I'm not a big believer in either. Those would ha- those teams would have to be down the list. I, I, I don't think uh, highly of any team in the NFC East. Obviously, the Giants don't have a win. Washington and Philadelphia, not good. And Dallas, I, I you know, Dallas is, is now circling the drain. New Orleans, I thought, New Orleans or Tampa Bay, I'm really surprised that division, the NFC South, if had it not been for the Atlanta Falcons and the horrific start of 0-5, that might be one of the best, if not the best, division in football. Then again, you've got Los Angeles Rams that are sitting right there, another 4-1 team. That team I can believe in. And I still think the Arizona Cardinals are probably better than uh, some of those teams that I could even mention when you talk about 4-1s. I think Arizona's a pretty good team. And I still think San Francisco's, when they get completely healthy and they start to shake the rust off, I think they're going to be good again as well. So, uh, And you've got a really good division out there out west in the NFC West. The NFC South and the NFC West. I think the NFC West has more elite teams, but the NFC South is more competitive. 855-830-8648. And one of the best divisions that nobody's talking about anymore, the old black and blue division with uh, remember when Pittsburgh and Baltimore hated each other and they were beating the hell out of each other. Now all of a sudden, and again, I'm not really a big believer yet because I'm waiting for the, the, the bottom to drop because we always do, but don't look now, but you've got 4-0, 4-1, and 4-1 and in the top three teams in the, or in the AFC North because the Cleveland Browns are playing good football. So you tell me what you think your, say, top five are. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Been together a long time. They bring you the Bill Michaels Huddle as well, which tomorrow night we're going to have a good one. Andy Herman and Ross Uglum of PackerReport.com, both on the panel, 6 to 8 tomorrow night. Look forward to that. That's brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. Go to BudLight.com for all the information. Get your thoughts on this when we come back. You want to hit us up? Go ahead and do so. 855-830-8648 on the Milwaukee Admirals. Hashtag Admirals 50 Talk Line. Again, 855-830-8648. Four, eight. Want to hear from you. Uh, give us a shout. We'll get your phone calls, get your thoughts, get everything when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
Everywhere in Wisconsin. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. to have you back. Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michaels Show is on the air and uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, beyond the borders as well. And uh, if you have been cooped up, you've been quarantined, you haven't been doing your normal routine for a long, long time, and maybe you're putting on the pounds, all you got to do is call. They can help you out with the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. They did me. They can do you as well. Awesome. Just awesome stuff. All you got to do, though, is get a hold of them, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451, whether it's ED or you don't have energy, you got the mental brain fog, they can help you out with maybe some low T treatments, or the all-in-one weight loss program, which is simply fantastic. And, yes, it works. It works. Back on it. Feeling great. Feeling great. Uh, but all you got to do is call 414-455-4451. Now, I don't always agree with this, guys. As a matter of fact, I uh, most of the time I will shy away just because some of the takes are so West Coast bias. But going from Ross Tucker, our Radio.com NFL insider, to what I saw this morning on ESPN and GetUp, to Colin Cowherd, over on Fox, who talks about where he would put the power rankings and the Green Bay Packers. Here it is. Green Bay, there's some really interesting number numbers here, and he faces Brady this week. But here's some numbers that you can't deny. They're averaging 6.8 yards a play. That is a Vegas number. Vegas loves that. If you're averaging almost 7 yards a play, that's t- well, why are they doing it? The offensive line is ranked number one in the NFL. Aaron hasn't thrown a pick. Uh, They're not getting penalized. They're not turning the ball over. Um, I think their defense is probably a little better than we give it credit for because Aaron is so fantastic. We pay so much attention to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay's offense that their defenses are rarely bad. I think it's a good, solid defense. Certainly, there's some bad defenses in the uh, NFC. I think Green Bay's the best team right now. Fewest sacks allowed. No interceptions, seven yards of play, a better defense. Their special teams are reliable. If Devontae Adams is healthy and he's got some injury history, I think it's I think it's a Super Bowl winning team. So there you go. He thinks it's a Super Bowl winning team. 855-830-8648 and lays out a pretty good argument. Uh, 855-830-8648. Your thoughts. Is this a team that you can look at and you can legitimately say, I think this is a Super Bowl winning team? Again, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Uh, Mark writes in the Wendy's email inbox, uh, I agree this team is a top five team. I don't know where I would rank them but I know they are a lot better than many of the teams that I have witnessed over the last couple of weeks. The Packers offense seems to be going, but this weekend scares me. Look at what other teams that were undefeated are doing now. I, look, I said that. I, I, I completely get it. 
that you, watching these teams, watching these teams, you know, the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, go by the wayside, I, it's you kind of think that uh, real highly of these teams. And then to watch them just get beat up, not just get beat, but just got kind of beat up, um, interesting. It does make you think, okay, uh, obviously, first and foremost there, but for the grace of God goes my team. And uh, and then you think, well, you know, you go back to the old adage in the back of your mind of any given Sunday, and at some point you would assume there is going to be a loss on the docket. 855-830-8648. Let's go to Doug listening to us in Luxembourg. Doug, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hey, Bill. Uh, I'm going to put the Steelers at number one because okay. of because of their defense and Claypool. I think he's the only rookie wide receiver that's the real deal right now. I, he looks like a hell of a player to me. Uh, teams like Kansas City, I don't know. I'm not sold on them just because I don't think they have the greatest defense in the world. And the Packers, too. I, until the Packers can uh, put a win on a team, you know, like one of these 4-1 and one teams or like Tampa Bay, hold Tampa Bay under the 10 points, then I'm going to believe in the Packers' defense. Other than that, I put like Seattle, the Packers, kind of all in the same boat, you know, score a lot of points, but can they keep points off the board? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of put them all in the same boat. The team like Buffalo, I never really had much faith in them to hold them in that high regard this early in the season just because of their young quarterback. But that's about what I got. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. 855-830-8648. Where would you put? So he looks – look, and again, I said Pittsburgh's probably the most complete team. I don't think they're spectacular on either side, but they're a very solid team. Their offense is good enough and their defense is solid. And when you've got good balance, you're you're going to be right there. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648, if you want to give us a shout. Again, 855-830-8648. Hey, by the way, don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, A.J. Hawk, the former Green Bay Packers linebacker, uh, on Sirius XM NFL Radio and also part of uh, Aaron Rodgers' appearances on the Pat McAfee Show. He's going to be joining us coming up here in about 35, 40 minutes from now, so stay tuned for that. But yesterday it was Ross Tucker saying that he put the Packers number one. Colin Cowherd said he said the same thing. ESPN, the argument this morning was whether or not they should be number one, number two, number three. Ryan Clark said, look, he doesn't feel that the offense that the Packers have is sustainable. Uh, whatever. Obviously a lot of props to Aaron Rodgers, but one of the things that they, that was stated was they felt that Kansas City should be number one just because of Patrick Mahomes because he's the best quarterback in the league, although Aaron Rodgers is playing fantastic. So you tell me your thoughts, 855-830-8648. Olivia Reiner of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com coming up after the bottom of the hour. But your thoughts uh, on this topic, do you feel that the Green Bay Packers are the top team in the NFL right now? Uh, Martin says, I think Colin Cowherd just jinxed the Green Bay Packers with his power ranking. Um, Jimmy Johnson says, uh, Clark picked them number one. Desmond Howard picked them number two. It was Ryan Clark, though, that said he, he don't, he doesn't think that their offense is sustainable. 
Uh, Aaron says, I don't see how the Packers offense is going to be what's going to bring them down. The defense is what would bring us down. I put us number two behind Seattle. Uh, Alpha says, I think the Green Bay Packers are the best team in football. If they have another good showing this weekend, is that what is that what will make people finally become believers? I had said this a while ago. Um, now, granted, there's always one of those games you probably shouldn't win, and there's one of those games you probably shouldn't lose. But from here on out, okay, just think about this. San Francisco is struggling, and we'll see if they can put it back together over the next couple of weeks. But is Tampa Bay the next or maybe the last good win? We'll wait and see what t- uh, Tennessee does. Because if Tennessee continues the way they were, then Tennessee at Lambeau Field on December 27th becomes a very big game, right? Otherwise, um, when you look at uh, you know good wins, tell me where the, where the good win would be after this week. At Tampa Bay, at Houston, Houston has struggled mightily, at Minnesota, or Minnesota coming to Lambeau Field. We'll see what Minnesota does over the next couple of weeks and whether or not they're able to put it back together. Like I said, at San Francisco, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Chicago. I mean, if you're a believer in Chicago, then you can say that's a good game. Uh, It'll be good for the division, certainly, but we'll see where Chicago's at by then, right? Then Philadelphia coming to town, and Philadelphia stinks on ice. At Detroit, Carolina, who Carolina is a somewhat surprising 3-1. and Then Tennessee coming to town, then at Chicago to round things out. Where is the good win? Where is the good win? 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Where's that good win? I, I just, for people that keep wanting to knock the Green Bay Packers, I'm all I'm saying is, is where's the good win? Give me that. 855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Olivia Reiner, Green Bay Press Gazette and PackersNews.com, going to be joining us, and uh, we'll hear that discussion coming up here shortly. Uh, and also, don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, A.J. Hawk, the former Green Bay Packer linebacker. He's going to be joining us as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. Mom, if mom is in the kitchen and making your food and then packaging it up and you're taking it, oh, it's so good because mom made it, right? It's just like that. They're doing it out there for Quick Trip right now. All kinds of different uh, dinners where all you got to do is walk in, buy it, take it home, pop it in the microwave, pull it out, good to go, just like mom makes. Try them out, whether it's beef stroganoff, it's turkey, it's pork, it's uh, roast beef, whatever it happens to be. They got all kinds of different ones right now. Chicken fettuccine Alfredo, got them all right now at Quick Trip. All you got to do is stop in, grab it. What's for dinner? Quick Trip's got you covered. Yes, they do. Coming up next, Olivia Reiner, Green Bay Press Gazette. We'll ask her, are the Green Bay Packers the best team in the NFL right now? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Peace up, A-Town. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Epoxy Flooring polyurea coatings, different colors, different finishes, smooth or rough, warrantied for life. However you want it, you got it, and they'll take care of it forever. All you got to do is get a hold of my buddy Sean and the whole gang over there at epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Again, epoxyflooringdoneright.com. 
Talking more Packers, and uh, today everybody's going with the power rankings, and uh, the Packers are either number one or number two. Olivia Reiner, the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. You can find her at Reiner Olivia on Twitter. Uh, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Olivia, how you doing? I'm doing well and so much better now that I got to hear Yeah by Usher. <laughs> <Plug me in. laughs> I'm so honored. What a great choice. Well, thank you. We try to uh, play some decent music, I guess. Um, so you tell me when uh, you start to hear all the national talking heads start to say the Packers either number one or number two in the National Football League, where would you rank them in your power rankings? They've got, they got to be pretty high up there. That offense has really taken off after four games. I think we were all expecting maybe the defense to come out a little bit hotter or just across the league, really, especially just after – such a long stoppage with training camp and no preseason games kind of expected scoring to be pretty low coming out of the gate, but that totally was the complete opposite. The Packers are really well up there in some of the best offenses in the league right now. They're first in, in points. Well, I suppose they were first in points going into the, uh, the buy and then coming out of, uh, out of the buy their fourth. And that's after in the three teams ahead of them right now, have played five games. So they're putting a lot of points up there, uh, racking up a lot of yards. And I, I would say their offense is probably one of the best in the league right now. Uh, I look at the, the Packers and I think to myself, with the play calling, which has made it more rhythmic, not specifically just the play, uh, I can't help but think that this is sustainable. I'm just sitting here watching the four-letter network say that, uh, at least a couple say that they don't think this level of offense is sustainable. Do you feel that it is or is not? Whew, yeah, I guess I'm not sure. I don't know. I, they've shown us over four games that they can sustain it no matter who's playing, which I think is what's so impressive about this offense. Every single week, somebody else steps up. One week it's Devontae Adams, another week it's Aaron Jones, another week it's Alan Lazard, another week it's Robert Tanyan, and Jamal Williams is stepping up too for the offense in his game against the Falcons, a career night in receptions for him. Every week it is something, it's someone different, and I think that's what makes this offense so special, so remarkable, is that everyone on that field has to be honored by the defense. They can't just let Aaron Jones line up as a receiver and let him go because he's dangerous there. Everyone can be a part of this offense it, all across the formation, which is what makes it so impressive. I think they have a big challenge this week coming up against Tampa. However, so far, they've been able to sustain it even when their top receivers in Alan Lazard and Devontae Adams are out. So with getting some of these guys back, though, tell me what you think the limit is for this team. Because I look at the NFC, and I think uh, as much as I like the Seahawks, I just think that defense is eventually going to give it up. We say the same thing about the Green Bay Packers. So what makes the Seattle Seahawks less of a uh, of a piece of eye candy, so to speak, than what we think the Packers are? I think there's more upside right now to this offense with Aaron Rodgers just getting comfortable in year two with head coach Matt LaFleur and his offense. I think there, there's a lot of potential in here. He seems really happy with the way that the flow of the calls has been coming in. They seem to have a really good partnership for the offense. And we've real, we're have we only four games into the season. Could it get better? It could. Um, it might not, but it, we'll, we'll find out. I think there's a lot of upside to this offense. Um, especially knowing that Devontae Adams has been out the last couple of games getting him back, and it's looking like he could be back this weekend as he's been practicing for almost two weeks now. It'll, well, this week, by the end of the week, it'll have been over two weeks that he's been back at practice, at the very least in a limited capacity. 
I think there's a lot of potential for this offense to be really successful. The defense has been steadily improving over four games. It's been a slow growth, um, but I would say they're playing well enough to be successful, at least in the regular season. And they, the way they're playing now might be enough for them to, to get to the playoffs and, and to be successful in the regular season. Once they get to the playoffs, it might be a different story, but getting Kenny Clark back this weekend is a possibility too. So, um, there's a lot of there's a high ceiling for this team. How much does the defense change in getting Kenny Clark back, in your opinion? And, and I ask that because obviously Preston Smith has been used differently, so has Zadarius. You're kind of waiting for this thing to get back to what it was last year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's huge, both not, not only into stopping the run, but also, in, as you mentioned, getting after the quarterback, too. He finished third on the team last season in sacks behind Preston and Zadarius. Yeah, they want their one of their top defensive line and defensive players just in general out there on the field. I think the defensive line as a whole has gotten a lot better over four games. Um, I think they were having some mental error issues early in the season, or at least that's what defensive coordinator Mike Pettin was sort of alluding to. Um, players not staying in their gaps and, and honoring their assignments as well as they should have been. Um, and I think a lot of credit goes to nose tackle Tyler Lancaster, probably not the most flashy, exciting name, but Mike Pettin gave him a lot of snaps this past game against the Atlanta Falcons over guys like Kingsley Kiki and, and Dean Lowry. Um, we saw a lot of Lancaster in there, and he was able to hold down the middle of the field. However, they're going to be really happy to get Kenny Clark back, Clark back when he is able to come back. I uh, I really like this secondary, and I think the one thing that is not discussed nearly enough is how good they are. How good, when you start to look around the rest of the league, how good is Jair Alexander, Kevin King, the support that they have? I think they're probably top five maybe now for what they've been able to show so far this season. And, and the fact that Jair Alexander, nobody's even throwing at the guy, and when they are, he's basically wreaked havoc and has seemingly learned from some of the mistakes from last year. So tell me how good you believe the secondary to be. They are good, and they they've always they've always been good. I think this year they've been exceptionally good, and you're right, especially last game against the Falcons. We saw how good Jair Alexander can be against Calvin Ridley. It wouldn't throw his way, and when they did, Ridley was 0 for 5 all game. So he's been playing really well. It's always just been a matter of can they stay healthy and can they stay on the field. Right now, Kevin King is injured. He left the game early against the Falcons with a quad injury and didn't come back. He didn't practice on, on Monday. Uh, we don't know exactly where he is with, with the quad. We'll find out a little bit more today and especially tomorrow when the Packers practice in pads on Thursdays. If he's healthy, yeah, they're both great. Um, if Kevin's healthy, he's great. Um, but when he's not on the field, that's a problem, uh, especially for him in his contract year. So if, if he's healthy, I think he can be a big help, especially – matched up against 6'5", Mike Evans this weekend, who I know has also been dealing with some injuries too. However, they need Kevin King to be healthy because he's playing very well when he's healthy. Uh, real quick before uh, we move on from the Green Bay Packers, uh, with with the relationship, we, we made so much about whether or not Jordan Love would matter or not and Aaron Rodgers and the relationship and such. Can we finally put all that stuff to bed, uh, all that relationship talk with Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and the fact that they're texting plays and talking to one another? And it's seemingly they're doing stuff as almost buddies uh, way far and above what uh, Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy did. I think we could have put it to bed like the night of the draft. <laughs> maybe maybe, that, maybe too early. Um, I don't know what 
anybody expected. I'm not going to pretend I know Aaron Rodgers better than anybody else because I don't. However, he's a professional. He understands that relationships impact the entire locker room. If he has a vendetta against a guy for being drafted, something that's completely out of his control, Aaron Rodgers isn't the general manager of the Green Bay Packers. He, what is he, what is he supposed to do? The only thing he can do is to be great, and he's been great. He is that's that's his best, I guess, weapon is just to play well and to continue to play well and to show management, hey, I'm your quarterback for the next, you know, whatever four years. Uh, that's that's about it, um, and that's what he's done so far. I think, yeah, Jordan Love, he, he's there. Um, I don't, I don't know the drama. It doesn't really seem to be a factor right now. I'm fine with just uh, moving on from it and and talking about the game. I want to ask you about the Chicago Bears. Uh, What little we've had a chance to really kind of watch this team. Do you believe in more the Minnesota Vikings or the Chicago Bears in the division? Well, it looks like the Bears somehow are able to keep winning games even when <laughs> even when it doesn't seem like they should be, which at the end of the day, that's what I guess that's what matters. That was kind of a scenario that the Packers were in last season is that, you know, they were still even when the games were close, they were still finding ways to shut to, to close them out and to win. And that's what the Bears are doing. Even if you know, we all make jokes about the quarterback situation, but they're they're doing what it takes to win. That defense is still really good. Um, so I'll I'll go with I'll so I'll take the Bears more seriously, especially now that Jimmy Graham is, is scoring some touchdowns down there. Coming out of uh, the NFC, uh, it, it's easy to look at the Packers right now as that representative. Uh, obviously, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, everything begins to change. But looking around the rest of the NFL, is is there any team that you look at and you think, okay, that team is extremely balanced and they're going to be tough to beat? I mean, I think even Kansas City has shown fallibility, and the only team that I think has probably, while they're flying under the radar a little bit, maybe Pittsburgh because they got a solid defense, they got a good pass rush, they're really good against the run, they play in a very tough division. If they win that division, obviously it's going to be a it's going to be saying something. But Ben Roethlisberger's back; he's happy, he's healthy. It seems like they've got some good weapons. Is Pittsburgh the most complete team in the NFL, or is there somebody else you're thinking of? Pittsburgh, I would I would put them up there. Their receivers have been remarkable chase claypool's been remarkable for that yep. team this, this past week so i i would take them very seriously i'd also i'm also kind of intrigued by the titans too i mean not whatever the situation was the situation uh with with covid and them not being able to practice or maybe they practiced outside um but you know they were able to put together a really big win against the bills last night uh, on tuesday night football which is a fun change of pace in, in the week um so I'm, I've got Tennessee up there, honestly. Kansas City, listen, Patrick Mahomes is human, human, which I think people, we we didn't necessarily expect to see that from him of all people, but he's he's still a remarkable quarterback uh, with, with a strong defense as well. So I, I'm not counting out Kansas City either. There's some good teams all over the NFL, especially in the AFC, that uh, are going to be threats to the Packers if they ever make it to the Super Bowl in the playoffs. Great stuff. Appreciate it as always, and we'll talk again soon, okay? Absolutely. Have a good day. Thanks so much. There you go. And uh, that is uh, our good friend Olivia Reiner. Green Bay Pack or Green Bay Press Gazette, I should say, and PackersNews.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Radio Joe, you got some rides to tell us about. 
Yeah, and you know what? I just want to say that I love my car. Um, my 2018 Hyundai Sonata Sport is just awesome. I, I am just impressed with every aspect of it, and I'm also impressed with where I bought it from, and that is Hyundai West Dallas. Hyundai West Dallas, they are the number one overall store for customer satisfaction. When you see what they're doing in their showroom and service drive, you'll understand why. The staff at Hyundai West Dallas takes your safety very seriously. You'll notice that when you walk in, they're all wearing masks and they're wiping everything down. And when you bring your car into service, they even put steering wheel covers on them so no germs are able to pass. Their showroom is always being clean. And don't worry, if you forget your mask at home, they have free ones for you. So why do I say all of this? Well, it's pretty easy. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car from Hyundai West Dallas. They have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and are the most respectful when it comes to your safety. Not to mention, they even have discounted prices, including on the 2021 Hyundai Palisade, the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas, they're located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. And just a quick 15-minute ride from Waukesha, not too far from West Bend, or even downtown Milwaukee. And when you go in, if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola, or Radio Joe, you'll receive an additional $500 off any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where they're ordinary, needs to be extraordinary. Coming up uh, next, we're going to talk a little bit about last night's contest that finally got played. And then, don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, A.J. Hawk, the former Packers linebacker, now on the Pat McAfee Show with Aaron Rodgers, also Sirius XM NFL Radio Network. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur installing the game plan for Tampa Bay this Sunday. Tight end Mercedes Lewis was asked why the Packers offense is off to such a fast start. I just think that it being LaFleur's second year and then Aaron's second year with him, I just think that, you know, our familiarity with the offense is just a little better now. You know, when it comes to making adjustments throughout the game and then going in at halftime and coming back out, Aaron knows exactly what's going on before the coach even gets to him and has his own corrections and uh, adjustments that he wants to make too. So it just becomes an easier process once we get back out there. Lewis on FSR. Aaron Rodgers was on with Pat McAfee and was asked, how is rookie quarterback Jordan Love doing so far? He's doing well. He's doing really well. You know, this is a good time for him to learn, to see what it looks like, to see what the weeks uh, of preparation look like, what it sounds like and feels like when the starter says, it's not my job to get the the next guy ready. Uh, (laughs) Which Farby said. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Boy, last night, um, the Titans, they just dump trucked. Just dump trucked the Bills. What a night last night. I thought the Bills maybe, you know, it, it. the Titans had a genuine concern that they were going to come out rusty. 
And so they made a concerted effort to be, or at least try to be, perfect early on. So I think the concentration to the details is what ultimately helped them because they did not look rusty by any stretch of the imagination last night. Not one bit. As a matter of fact, uh, when you look at the Titans, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, what a game he had. 21-28, 195 yards. That that touchdown pass that he threw to Smith uh, midway through that fourth quarter was uh, was just fantastic. That seven-yard pass, I mean, it was a look away, a look away, and it wasn't anything that was special in the sense of, um, you know, some kind of a ball that he zipped in there or anything like that. It was just – he 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 checked down, checked down, checked. It just he looked, looked, and looked away at the coverage, and then Smith came became wide open on a seven yard touchdown pass. Derrick Henry with a nine yard touchdown run, but the big run where he just dump trucked uh, the defensive back of the Buffalo Bills and threw him to the side like a rag doll. I mean that's the highlight that everybody's showing over and over again today. But uh, ultimately, forty two sixteen last night, the Tennessee Titans just beat up on the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Buffalo had to wait for this game too. So maybe threw their week off a little bit. I don't know. Derrick Henry, 19 carries, only 57 yards. But uh, a couple of touchdowns along the way. Even Ryan Tannehill ran for 42 yards last night and a touchdown. I mean, he did it all. Solid performance. Josh Allen, 26 of 41, 263 yards, a couple of touchdowns. But two costly picks last night. One of them wasn't even his fault. Just a ball that gets tipped into the air. But, uh, but last night, Tennessee looked strong. They look real strong. All right, coming up next, A.J. Hawk, the former Green Bay Packers linebacker on the Pat McAfee Show with Aaron Rodgers. You just heard Aaron's voice talking on the Pat McAfee Show about Jordan Love. Stay tuned. A.J. Hawk, coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.